0: Hey guys, just a PSA before we get started with the show. Uh, As the open starts, we're actually going to postpone our episodes one day. So episodes will be dropping on Sunday mornings. We're going to talk about the open workout, how we did, uh, our plan going into it, and what we think. So don't be surprised if there's no episode on Saturday morning next week, because for the next three weeks we'll be talking about the open. Those episodes will be dropping on Sunday. Thanks. and welcome to Wad out, the show that talks about fitness, nutrition, and life from three average athletes that have no business doing so. Today, we're going to be talking about music. Uh, I'm your host, Michael, and I'm joined with my two besties, Cassie and Ashley, and my arch nemesis, Louie. Welcome to the show, guys.
1: (laughs) Hey, guys. Thanks for having us again.
0: How's it going? Long time no see. (laughs) For those of you that don't know, Louie is pretty much the first gym friend I made because I just started harassing him like out of the blue like
2: (laughs) yeah yeah he just started making fun of me i was like oh i guess um, we're we're friends now (laughs) just jump right over the hi hello how are you yeah
1: louie i don't remember how we we became friends
2: probably through Kalen. probably right because you were you're already friends with Kalen, so Mm
1: -hmm.
2: instantly friends with me
1: She was the only one who's willing to do competitions with me since I always get shafted at every single competition I do. And she she stands by me. She's actually a very true friend in that in that sense.
2: I think that that probably was it because it was it was like a week or two after I joined uh, Croft, back then when it was Croft and CrossFit and Kaylin wanted to do Syndicate Series over at um, 12 Labors. And she was like, all right, Louie, you're doing it with me. I was like, uh, uh, all right, okay, <laughs> I guess I am. <laughs>
1: Yeah, she probably threw you into the fray. Mm-hmm. That was a tough one.
2: And then I I remember Ashley and Kaylin were complaining that none of the men at the gym wanted to do competitions with people. They just didn't want to do them.
1: That sounds about right. Yeah, my bestie, Victor 2021, will do one with me. I did a competition with Vic once, twice. <gasps> How dare you do that with my bestie?
2: Me and Michael are about to do one. Yeah.
1: Oh, I'm very excited. You guys should not be doing it, but... It's still great. I
2: don't know what you're talking about.
0: (laughs) I totally belong in Festivus. It's fine. Malcolm and I are bringing the average team down. So Louie is negated.
1: Okay.
2: (laughs) It's going to be great.
1: When I was at the physical therapist for my broken back, she was like, you shouldn't be doing Festivus. Not because you're injured, but because you're too old.
0: Too old?
1: Too long. You've been in the CrossFit scene way too long.
0: You're not, you're not Vic. You don't have now 35 minutes of good CrossFit
2: left. Actually, Ashley, I think that's about right. You should just pull a Fraser, Just retire.
1: Go out on top. I'd have to get on top first.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Make 20
0: minute rogue advertisements on YouTube with your new channel.
1: That is, that would be the dream. But right now, nobody wants to watch YouTube videos of me living my life.
0: His were, his were like, oh, this is everything I have in my gym. Uh, I bought this uh 7 years ago. Uh I believe the price is and then like rattles off the actual price of it right now as they show a picture of it on the Rogue site and he just like goes through a bunch of stuff and they're like, "Oh, my favorite barbell. It's the Ohio barbell. I have all these other barbells, but the one that's reasonably priced that most people will actually buy, that's my favorite."
1: Yeah, okay whatever you say, Matt Frazier.
0: Which we should skip topics because he says he like listens to podcasts and not music when he works out. So clearly he talks to Satan or something. I don't
2: know that, that I don't know how he does that. I used to do that when I went to just like, a, like a weightlifting gym, I would listen to podcasts. But that was like, cause you don't have to get like super pumped up to just like lift weights. But like when you're in the middle of a, like a CrossFit style workout, geez, that'd be rough. It'd be like listening to talk radio or something. Like nobody wants to listen to like Mad Money during during like Karen
1: I'm sorry, but whoever listens to a podcast when they're working out is probably a psychopath. I used to listen to an inspirational like speeches, like locker room football speeches when I was doing, you know, the hip abduction and adduction machine at the gym (laughs) when I really needed to get pumped up for for, uh, my banded, you know, chest push ups because I didn't use a barbell or or weights or anything.
2: That's at least like motivational. It's not like listening to... My dad wrote a porno or something uh, like just like a comedy podcast in the middle of a workout. That'd be really weird.
0: I look around this stinky locker room of division two athletes and you know what I see? (laughs) Almost winners. (laughs) (laughs) What is your go-to music guys? If you're, well, I mean, I kind of
2: already know, but let's tell the listeners, what's your go-to music? I'm very opinionated about music. No, Uh, never, never. Uh, I'm definitely a pop ed. Love, love pop music. You couldn't tell Lady Gaga is playing in the background of my Zoom. It's it's a bit different because we are four members of a gym talking about music. It's a weird topic because the music has to appeal to a broad audience. As much as I would just be okay with Chromatica playing 100% during a workout, like there'd be me and Cassie just dancing along to Rain On Me and Stupid Love and then the rest of the gym being like, what is this? So it has to appeal to everybody, which is, I think, a hard thing for coaches to balance.
1: But I think we could make it appeal to that because you and I would just start dancing and everybody loves it when we dance. I know that. And I know that all two of our listeners who are at the gym love watching us dance.
2: Well, that can't be true because I'm one of them.
1: All one of our listeners.
2: (laughs) And like today in the in the workout party in the usa was playing and i was like kept trying to catch ashley's eye i was like hands in the air come on ashley
1: <laughs> i was dancing alone i didn't realize you were dancing i was like kind of dancing by myself but it was sad because i was like in the corner but then i saw louie and i was like everything's better
0: i looked up and caught the end of louise's dance it made me happy
2: that song makes me miss mary coaching though because she would go crazy when that song came on and just dance the entire time It was really motivational when you're like in the middle of a workout and your coach is like going crazy.
1: So Party in the USA used to be me and uh, my best friend when I first moved here, she would kind of take me out and show me Baltimore because she's a local. Party in the USA was always like our song. So I immediately taste like tequila when that comes on. And I go to like 20, 24, 23 year old Ashley. And those are some some good times and questionable decisions. But it does does get you through and it is kind of, It is interesting how like if the right song comes on, you do want to like move and you have more energy and you feel better. And then but if something you don't like comes on, it can kill a workout. There are certain times when I know there will be certain music playing that I've brought headphones. I
0: don't think there's anything wrong with that. As long as you're not like looking up and being like, yo, so and so your music sucks. Like stop playing this trash. Like Louis said, you're not going to appease everyone. There's definitely coaches in
2: the gym where I don't like their music. I think the only time I've actually had to tell a coach that we need to change the music, Michael, you were there, was when JC was playing pop punk, but it was like stained and into... He started with Creed. He started with Creed. It was was Creed. What's wrong with Creed? People can love Creed. My mom loves Creed. It's fine.
0: And welcome to Wadda Mouth, where I'm with one bestie, Ashley. Anyway, uh...
1: (laughs) I will back you up on this one, Michael.
2: Nobody wants to work out to with arms wide open. I do. Okay, okay, and yes.
1: higher. I'm telling you, my <laughs> PR gets higher when I listen to that song.
2: Sure, sure it does.
0: I give JC a lot of shit for his music. And I should say right now that I don't even think that he has the worst music t- He's got genres of music that I do not like, but he has a lot that I, I do. And he also has... Ones that I don't mind. I get. I think I give him shit for it because he's a really good sport about it, and it's funny. But yeah, the day with Creed
2: was pretty awful. (laughs) And and, and we were, you and I were lucky because we were just doing, we were just like weightlifting. So like, we don't need a big like upbeat song to like get us through a workout. But like, if you're in the middle of a like a stressy rod with arms right open, it's not going to pull you through it. Also, to his
0: credit, is he does try to accommodate people. He isn't like a, a. he isn't like a, fuck you, I'm not, I'm gonna play what I want. Like, he'll take your opinions. And he's even like seen me in class and put on music that he knows I like. So total props to him for it.
1: So I want to pose a question. Do you think it is okay to consistently come in and do the workout with your own music, like headphones? Or do you think it's poor gym etiquette? So I I actually have an opinion on here from an actual coach, because I remember Anna was talking about this once and she said that she hates it when people put in their headphones when she's coaching because if she has to give them a coaching tip, it's so much harder to get someone's attention when they have their headphones in, which I think kind of makes sense. But sometimes I when we're starting a WAD or if we have like a very difficult lift that I need to focus on, sometimes those headphones do need to come in. So I don't know. No, you got to find the balance.
0: That's a that's a rock and art hard place. It's not like you can just put one in either because you're still still going to hear whatever's blaring. That box is loud. You need to do two. Uh, so I don't even know how you'd make a compromise with that one.
1: There are no compromises. Everybody loses. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? There's another thing. So I'm actually a little opinionated, but it's not about the type of music. If you're somebody who knows you're sensitive to sound, do not pick a spot by the speakers so the rest of us have to suffer with low music because you're complaining about it.
2: Yeah, don't take that back corner.
1: Like I feel bad because there's been a few times and poor David always gets it. Cause I'll be up in like one of the front boxes and I like the back box because it is by the music. And I know I want loud music, but like, I can't hear it. So I'll be like, you know, giving them the, the turn it up the whole time. And then the guy in the back, you can see him like wincing. So pro tip guys, if, if you're a little auditorily sensitive, pick a spot away from the speakers. Don't make us all suffer because you don't want to hear music. The speakers in the same spot too. Is there a time and place for country music in a wad?
2: Absolutely not. In a wad, like the actual workout?
1: Yes. You must do seven cowboys for time.
2: So the thing is like we're a bit biased. We are in Maryland like country's not super popular around here but like if you're in like like the middle of Tennessee sure country music in your gym probably works but like the most most of our clientele are not going to enjoy it
0: we just lost the one listener from Tennessee
2: that we have
1: (laughs) now we have no listeners I like
2: country music like I'm pretty eclectic with my musical taste but like in it doesn't pump me up for a workout it wouldn't be something I would choose but to be fair, like JC does like country music and he puts it on for the warm up. I like it for that. Yeah, that's
0: not bad for the warm up. I can see that. Kyle has asked before what anyone wants. I have said, please, no country. And he was like, well, what? what's wrong with that? And I was like, I just don't want to listen to it during my workout. And he was like, okay, fair enough.
1: Yeah, I love a little Sam Hunt on my own time. And that is pop country. That's not like real country. I don't think I think people who love country music would be like a little offended that I called that country. There's country and then there's tractor music
2: as long as you didn't say like Florida Georgia line or something I'm okay with your with whatever country music you, you say
1: This is where I get very opinionated because country has no place here zero <laughs> place I didn't I am not going to PR to big Green tractor it's not gonna happen maybe you if you get Carrie Underwood in there maybe I'll listen to one line of it but I'm blocking that out if I have to
0: Jesus take the barbell
1: I do feel that way sometimes. <laughs> And then there was another thing I was thinking about. And actually, Michael, I had wanted to ask you, but I think I know what you'll say. With a CrossFit gym, it is very common that people bring kids in and they sit in the lobby and they kind of wait. Do you think the music should at all be dictated by that? And then there's teens classes and sometimes music, we kind of joked in one of them about when WAP came on and Sarah like sprinted to her phone (laughs) to turn it off. Do you think that that's something coaches should be conscious about? Or like that's on you if you bring your kids or sign your kids up.
0: I am of the opinion that, and I actually, for the listeners, my my children are are four and six. They're definitely way too little to be running their mouths and, and like saying vulgar things. But I also do not censor myself around my children. I do not censor music around my children. With the exception of like maybe some extreme graphic songs, I am not playing whop around my kids. But I have taught my kids, there are certain things that they're not ready to repeat yet. And I expect them to be able to hear those things and not repeat them. Some of the reason why I do that is especially when it comes to this language in general, because this does this can not transfer over to like the language that's used in the gym outside of the music from one athlete to the next. I don't want them being shocked when that finally hits them in life. If with someone does look at them and drops the f-bomb i don't want them just being aghast by and they not knowing how to respond i don't want them hearing a a dirty song and being like so overly offended that they can't operate and move on with life if they can't process it. it it's in life like you you should be able to take take in the input and move on and i'm trying to teach them to be able to do that and so when i hear those songs and my kids are there. Sometimes we get in the car and they'll say, I heard this and I'm hoping that I am a safe enough person to where they'll be able to ask me those questions. And I'll look at them and I'll be like, that's right. Like you did hear that. They'll, they'll repeat it back to me. Like, what's that mean? I'm like, that is, that. that's what this means. And we don't say that. We'll say that you say this instead. And so far- at least at six and four they've they've been pretty good and I think if they're pretty good at six and four they're uh, already at a good start
1: that's a good parenting tip so for that Tennessee that Tennessee listener who came back on and started listening again you heard some good stuff
2: I have opinions on this too but it it really comes down to the coach that's currently running the music and also the owner because it's about the kind of atmosphere they want to have at the gym if they're cool with it kids beware parents beware that's a
0: valid point both are making decisions like i make a decision to bring my kids there but they also make a decision of what they want their establishment to be
2: yeah so it'd be it'd be unfair if say the the owner was willing to play songs like WAP or like you know my neck my back or something and parents are complaining about you know the songs because their kids are there like don't bring your kids then
1: or have them wear headphones when they're in the lobby that is a good that's a good middle ground i like that suggestion i
0: think also being aware of your your class too if you're walking in and it's like crossfit teens you probably should be a little bit more conservative on what's being played but if you're with a a younger crowd you know you
2: you might be able to let, let a little loose teens teens listen to dirty music.
1: Yeah, they listen to stuff way worse.
2: Yeah, as a teen, I listen to dirty music. I'm just
0: saying you should be a little bit more aware of who's in your class. Sure, absolutely.
1: It's perfectly okay to play like Justin Bieber or, you know, Ariana Grande or or people like that or put on some like rock music or things like that. I think that there is and I think that this is an injustice, a serious lack of dubstep. I think we could do better.
2: That's right, revival coaches. Let's get some Doctor P going on.
1: That's right. I want to hear robot noises.
2: We used to have coaches that did play like electronic music, but like I think they got shamed into stop doing it because I know Matt Tittman played it a lot, and there's a couple, Sarah Lang, who moved to Idaho. She played it too, and I like it. That's generally if I'm choosing choosing music to play like in my headphones, it's usually electronic music because like if I'm playing like a pop song I get very distracted if it's in my headphones because I sing along or dance along
1: that's a good point Louis and I actually read because I did a little Google Scholar search before this podcast I put in music and CrossFit (laughs) and just read what came up um but like kind of an interesting consensus and I did a few on like music and weightlifting and music and running and kind of an overarching theme was that music itself does not actually have an effect on performance, but it has effect an effect on distraction. And distractibility leads to not realizing how exhausted you actually are. And then you perform more, like you have a better performance. And it was interesting because they were like randomized control studies. Some of them were double blind. They were on men and women because most research is just done on men. Just so you guys know, always just done on men, but I digress.
2: It's also almost always college aged men.
1: (laughs) I thought that was really interesting because I am definitely somebody that if like the right song comes on, like I'm in a zone and I feel good, even almost a little superstitious that like me, I need the right song to PR. And then I read that and I was like, oh, I'm just distracted. (laughs) I was like, I'm just not actually thinking about what I'm doing, which is actually the key to doing well. Don't overthink it.
2: I'm not superstitious, but
1: are you a little stitious?
2: But I'm a little stitious.
1: So that's actually true, because there have been many occasions when I've looked at Kyle and been like, "I'm gonna need to go into a dark place and put my headphones in, and I'll just put on like maybe some kind of like electronic music or maybe even some like rock music or something like that. It, it, sometimes even pop music. Sometimes it's Carly Rae Jepsen. I get to the end of the work. I get to the end of the workout and I'm like, I have no idea what songs just played in my, in my head. I could not tell you what songs I just listened to, but I did good and I feel good. So that's actually true. Good for you for going on Google scholar.
0: Am I the only one that likes the Norwegian death metal occasionally? Yes.
1: Yeah. I'd be willing to hear it.
0: On my second deployment, I would work out at like two in the afternoon. If if we weren't busy, I could, that's when I could get away. And the gym would be like, a million degrees because it was a tent that baked in the sun but because it was like a million degrees no one else would work out so i'd have the whole gym to myself and so that's like a shit that i would play i remember it also was the reason why other people didn't come. They're like, oh, they they show up like one time and then never come back, and it'd be because the, that asshole in the gym plays Norwegian death metal at two in the afternoon. It's really considerate of you, Michael. At least I did it when most of the people weren't at the gym. But that's all I got on that story.
2: That that was as entertaining as it got. I think you're uh, you're you're standing alone with that that love, at least here, because when like the first word to describe the genre of music is like discordant, it's not what I want to listen to like when it's when it's people who like legitimately don't need to know how to play their instruments i don't particularly want to listen to it i know there's plenty very talented death metal artists but like that you don't actually need to know how to play because the the purpose of that music is to be discordant it's supposed to sound bad like that's the purpose there's something about angry
0: music that it helps me i don't know i also heard that people who listen to angry music are generally happier in life i don't know if that's true but i am a generally anecdotally i am a happy person and i like very angry music
1: i have a theory about that the people that i've met that listen to like music that makes me want to never hear again like a very angry creamy like discordant i don't deal well with like competing noises i don't deal well with things that don't sound like good and flowing like I can't even listen to music if the dishwasher is playing because or yeah dishwasher is playing dishwasher
0: uh, is my favorite thing to work <laughs> out oh, it's, my, it's my favorite artist <laughs>
1: <laughs> because the competing like underneath sound just like completely dysregulates me and I'll get like angry
0: it's actually Norwegian death metal that's that's the sport <laughs> it
1: all makes sense now but I think people who can listen to that kind of angry screaming music have a higher tolerance for regulation. So, your naturally, your threshold to become dysregulated and become angry is gonna be higher because you can listen to that stuff and not get upset. So, you're just calmer people in general.
0: Hi, my name is Michael and I have two young children. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think your baseline is like at an eight. Talk about discordant music. And my baseline is like a two.
0: My Pandora stations are the dishwasher and children yelling. <laughs>
1: You must be Mother Teresa over there.
0: Michael, do your kids like kids pop? No, my kids like like regular music because that's what we play around them. I don't know if they've ever heard kids pop. They might have like on kids YouTube or whatnot, but no, like my kids my kids will be singing actual songs on the radio, which is probably a blessing and a curse. I don't go crazy, but to circle back, they're bound to repeat something that they're not supposed to that they don't realize. But I also wouldn't be upset about that. Like if I got called into like the principal's office because they said some dirty, dirty lyric like, and I talked to them about it and they're like, oh, I didn't know. OK, well, now, you know, don't do it again.
1: Just imagine if there was a kid's pop version of WAP that was playing full blast in the gym.
2: Oh, I'm going to Google that right now. They have the censored version that plays on the pop stations that are for like old people, like for and it's like, I forget what the lyric is. It's, it's really funny.
1: Give me all the ranch you got with those wings and pizza.
2: Mm, that sounds good. There's
0: a, there's a few parodies, but there's not an actual kid's bop. One is called Wet Fat Yoshi. <laughs> oh
1: my gosh. That doesn't sound better. That sounds dirtier, actually.
0: A uh, fun fact the first time we heard WAP, it was the edited version or the radio version, the wet and gushy. I actually thought it was like the unrated version. I was like, that is disgusting. I, I would argue it's worse.
1: Yeah, that sounds worse. Gushy is a word that I don't want to hear. Do they edit the word dick out on public radio? Now we're going to have to edit it out of the podcast. Where'd go? I'm just curious. I'm just throwing that out there. I think they do. Well, maybe we should stop, stop shaving genitalia altogether. That's what this podcast is really about. So moving on.
0: Let's talk about all the coaches with the worst music right now. Ooh. No, I'm kidding. Let's not do that. (laughs) Go on, Cassie. Sorry to interrupt you.
1: So I am ridiculously organized with what I like to listen to and when I like to listen to it. So if I'm bodybuilding, I like slow, like methodical rap, like two chains. It's a vibe. I like to hear that. If I'm lifting, I like a slow electronic song, maybe like doo, 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 doo. slow methodical beat with that as well. Cause I like to focus, but when I'm running, I like to have like pop punk or I want like dubstep. Do any of you guys like have to characterize your music while you're working out or am I just a psycho?
0: I'm not to that extreme. I think you over plan everything actually, as we've talked about planning wads, like you're like, Oh, in a we in advance I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. And I'm like, fucking show up and try to outperform Louie and fail.
1: Nobody can outperform Louie.
0: I do listen to uh, more upbeat music while running. And actually, at, when I do run, my threshold for what I'm willing to listen to drops. Because it's more important that it has
2: uh, high beats per minute than it's actually something that I'm really into. Mine is a bit different because I'll, I'll like find something I really like and I'll listen to it for whatever. It doesn't matter what I'm doing uh, workout wise. If I'm running, if I'm lifting, if I'm just like stretching. Yeah, it doesn't matter. If it's Juana Del Rey, guess what? I'm just going to listen to that for like four weeks. And that's that's all I'm going to listen to regardless. It's fine. Or
1: LDR. Love her.
2: I stand her music. I don't stand her as a human.
1: I wanted Louis on this because he kind of backs me up with all of my musical opinions. Except for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I actually am a fan. But we always coordinate our music. We coordinate our music when we're posting on Insta.
0: I honestly didn't know Louie liked anything but Lady Gaga because anytime it comes on in the box and so anything
2: else comes on the box, it's like, oh, this is trash. Honestly, if Revival just turned into 100% Lady Gaga music, I'd be there even more than I already am. It's it's the best. It's honestly the best workout music. It's perfect. I agree. Besides, besides Joanne, you can skip most of Joanne.
0: I will say your Instagram song choices have always been quite interesting, if not funny, enjoyable at least.
2: I really like picking songs to put to my stories and I always laugh when the gym reposts it and sometimes they will pick around the lyrics like I did Miley Cyrus's Catitude which is very vulgar there's a rap verse by RuPaul about doing very explicit things they reposted the stories around it so it was just like (laughs) it was it was like the first part about Miley having attitude and the last part about her like sing rapping about being rich and having cars. Skip like the two in the middle of RuPaul doing things. Uh but sometimes they miss it and they will like I had my latest one was up by uh Cardi B and it's like the line is like if I had a dick you'd probably want to suck it. And it's like they totally reposted. It's like oh, all right, go go ahead. This is the type of box we have chosen to be. All right <laughs> Louie yeah, Exactly.
1: I like how they reposted my uh my post with Dragon Ball do rag. The new do well give my do rag. So a few weeks ago, we were grocery shopping and like three songs in a row came on that I really love. And I was like, oh my God, my taste in music is terrible. I was like, I like grocery store music. I was like, I'm old. And actually I had told the cashier and he was a younger kid and he was so bothered by the fact that like the last, I was like, oh no, like my, my favorite musician is like John Mayer. And he stopped what he was doing, got paper I wrote down artists for me to check out. It's
2: like, please listen to Saweetie, please. He's like, bitch, this is Safeway. Get
0: the fuck out of here, Boomer.
2: (laughs) Go listen to John Mayer in your goddamn car. To be fair, I've never worked like a retail job where like they have like that just pumped in music, but I can imagine listening to that like easy music where it's like, like, even if you don't like John Mayer, you're never going to be like offended by it. But like, if that's, if you're there eight hours and that's all you listen to, I could see you being like, you like this music. This is the music I like, dream about dying to. Uh, in high school, Origin of Journeys, that was actually worse. And they
0: try to be hip and they try to play like good music, but it's on a forty-five minute loop because people usually aren't in a shoe store for more than forty-five fucking minutes, except for the people working there going insane. So I'd much rather listen to some like like John Mayer radio station that isn't on a loop. Than them trying to be hit and and they would only change it like once a month so like when it would be like the first of the month and you had work you'd be so excited because you actually got to listen to some new songs and then may 2nd when you had to come back you'd be tired because you already listened to them for five times in a row during your shift
2: michael could you tell me what passes as popular music in early 2000s buffalo is it just like Okay, so what you do
0: for Buffalo is you just take whatever is popular, you timestamp it, right? You go back six months, right? And that is what is brand new in Buffalo. They don't get it for six months, and then sometimes that, that that is like the earliest they'll get it. That's the earliest they'll get it. Some some they're still getting eighties music. I think I, I believe I think I shared a, um, I think I on my Instagram there's a memories on my personal Instagram. So if you're listening, sorry guys, unless you're my personal friend of me and Catherine driving to Buffalo or from Buffalo. I'm not sure, but we're listening to the radio and she's like jamming out. And they're like all songs that are over 20 years old. I think like they played like the, the Huey Lewis in the news, like the back to the future song was there. Like a lot of butt rock. That was, that was a thing when I was growing up, the alternative alternative rock where people would like distort their voice. Like the uh, 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 oh, like Creed, yeah, yeah, like Creed, yeah, Creed, Nickelback.
1: How would not know? I'm six feet from the I'm the girl. Uncanny,
2: I <laughs> know.
0: Pearl Jam. I seem to recognize your
2: face. <laughs> I think that's actually just how he sings. By, by the way, it's, I mean that's like he's a. It's like a grunge thing where you're just supposed to just not be able to understand what he's saying. You you could probably just make
0: a successful song. They're probably still playing that shit on the radio in Buffalo, actually. Sorry, Buffalo people.
2: I think that's like most rock stations anyways. They're stuck in the 90s. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) wow!
1: You know, I'm really glad that we actually don't have like the mumble rap going on too much. I heard, okay, I was at work like a couple of months ago, and one of the girls in my office was like 20, and she was like work, study, and all that. And she told me about an artist named Young Gravy.
0: Young Gravy. And I was like, am
1: I this old? Like, I'm only 27. Am I this old where I don't understand what a Young Gravy is?
0: I changed my Instagram name because I put my name in one of those rap Rap name generators, and that's what came out.
1: And what is your Instagram? Oh, maybe I don't want to say it for everybody to know. Live laugh wad is actually a, a mumble rap name.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's my. That, that's actually my my rap name is Live Laugh Wad. I am I rap about living in the suburbs and being a Karen and wearing my Uggs, and making signs that say Live Laugh Wad.
1: So I do have another question. And it's shifting gears. But is there like a single song that you guys like will come back to? Because I have one song and I actually got it from, I think Jeremy was the one who played it. And it took me months to figure out what song it was because I was just new and afraid of everybody. So I didn't ask him. So I Googled what I thought I was hearing for months and it was, I was wrong. But then once I found it, I added it to every workout playlist I have. And it's what, like, if I need the PR or I need to go to a dark place, this is what I'll put on. But I want to hear what you you guys what you guys listen to first
0: so is this like how far back are we going because i'll go through like grooves where i'll find like there's a song i just can't stop listening to
1: so not like not like when you have that song and it's like four or five weeks but like one that has stood the test of time <laughs>
2: mm. we're, we're opening up here and this is this is gonna be real revealing yeah i can go through my like spotify playlists because I don't have just one song that, like, there's quite a few that I go back to a lot.
1: On rotation.
2: Mm-hmm. There's, yeah, there's
0: some uh, some guilty pleasures in there that are, after all this shit, talk to Buffalo, is, is definitely rooted into some <laughs> Buffalo roots. Pretty much <laughs> anything Three Days Grace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy.
1: Ooh, that's a good one.
0: Three Days Grace, and I'm fucking ready to live. That song, Riot, me and my little brother would just, like... We thought that was like the fucking baddest song ever when it came out, and so like, I think it pumps me up because I just think about me and him just like doing whatever we were doing, playing ball, like if we were exercising, like it just brings me to that place, that nostalgia that I hate everything about you,
1: oh, that's a good one too
0: like that that makes me think of my brother, obviously
1: <laughs> oh, that's like, good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sorry, Jake, if you're listening. I love you, bud. (laughs) But I hate everything about you, but I love you, bud. (laughs) I like that song Legends Are Made recently. Like, I've been listening to that pretty nonstop.
1: So for me, it goes back a couple of years because I really only got into fitness, like, after college. For me, number one song to really, like, rock out to was, like, Fully Alive by um, Flyleaf. That is a straight up banger. Right there. Recently, it's been, like, this one song. It's called Lone by what, What's So Not, the Slow Hours remix. And it is bop. Straight up bop. Oh, and I also love listening to, like, Melanie Martinez as I'm working out, too. Because she's, like, slow and intense. Like me.
2: You're definitely not slow, Cassie. You're a lot faster than me at a lot of things. If we're talking, like, pop music, it'd be, like, Kesha, Die Young, yes. or... Lady Gaga, Judas, those two I go back to a lot. Or, you know, playing in the background, Rain On Me. It's still too new to be, like, uh, forever love. But, like, every time it comes on the gym, I I get very pumped up. And I might get a little distracted (laughs) from the workout. I mean, there's other stuff I I listen to. It's, like, electronic music. So it always gets me pumped up because it's, like, super high energy.
1: I can't believe I forgot about Timber. Timber gets me going all the Uh, time.
2: Pitbull? Yeah.
1: No, that's Kesha's song featuring Pitbull. Let's be real.
2: <laughs> yeah, you have it reversed.
1: <laughs> no, no.
0: To be honest, either one of those can come on in the box, like as an artist, and I'll probably be able to get a good workout in because they're both very upbeat. I don't even like Pitbull, but I like what I like working out to him. He's good workout music, Mr. Worldwide.
1: A cycling class when I was in college um, at the local YMCA. I used to get up extra early on Friday, so I had 8 a.m. But I would go to this like 6 a.m. spin class because she would play fireball shots and then tequila all right in a row. And I was like, that just set. And I wasn't even a big drinker in college. Like I didn't really drink, but I was just on my spin bike and I was just so pumped up. And I think that was the first time I realized that like the music I played was really going to make a difference. I worked out all through like high school, a lot of running. I did a lot of running, but I would just kind of listen to whatever. Like whatever I got off (laughs) LimeWire, whatever like actually downloaded was fine. So that for me was a very big, and I like, I was so motivated to get to a a. 6am class on a Friday before a full day of classes, just because the music was that good to me. So I think that's something that coaches maybe do think about more than we realize Because that is something that is going to affect the workout. There are definitely coaches that I go to the classes. But like, I know that I know the music is not going to be like great. And there's a class that I go to that I do just like move through the workout. Me and Cassie do attend together sometimes. Uh, And usually it works for that style of workout. But it's definitely going to be too slow. But I love like David's classes. Like, I'll come in a second time if David's playing music because David has great music and he will take suggestions really well.
2: Dave, uh, Dave has my favorite playlist. I think it's his wife's playlist that he puts on, but I love it because it's it's all all pop music, and it's so great. I think I actually
0: asked him that one time, like talking shit. I also agree. Dave has great, great music, and it was definitely not what he normally plays, and I was like, Dave, is this your wife's playlist? And he like looked, he's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting like that to be the response. <laughs> I was just talking shit.
1: <laughs> I love Dave, man. I'm, I'm president of the Dave fan club. So anything he plays is like top notch. I agree.
0: I've got this weird genre. Right? I don't even know if it's specifically a genre, but like I like covers of songs that are being covered in a different genre of music.
1: Oh, like pop goes punk.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like pop goes punk. I love pop goes punk, but like, it doesn't even have to be pop, like pop the punk. It could be any genre. Like there is a, uh, I would probably wouldn't want to work out to it, but there is a cover of gin and juice by like a folksy country band. I don't remember the name of it. I love it. I mean, I love the original by Snoop, but like this one's just as good too. Those are fun because you'll hear the song, especially if it's an upbeat cover and you'll be like, I know this. And so your brain will kind of go to another place like singing along, but it's not super distracting unless of course you can't like label what song it is. Then you're like the whole time you're thinking about it and you're like, I should be lifting right now, but I got to figure this one out.
2: <laughs> Michael, you should, um, I don't know if you like newfound glory. Uh, it's kind of like a very old recommendation. No That, that is,
0: that oh, is, yeah. that is teenage Michael. You are bringing up
2: right there. And uh, that's some good
1: music right there.
2: Well, and, and uh, speaking to like covers, like the, they they have their own music, but like they also do from the screen to the stereo. They have three albums of those where yeah. they do covers of like big movie songs. Um, their version they,
0: of "Kiss Me" is like one of my favorites, even though his voice yes, is kind of I weird. I agree. They do the cover
2: of "That Thing You Do," and it's just yeah, it's so good. I've actually seen that tour live. It uh, it's very fun. They come out like when they sing uh, the uh, Rocky song, the lead singer comes out dressed like Rocky. It's very cool. That's what got me into it was that I had the first
0: album, the first
2: stereo, whatever it is. Yeah. From the screen to the
0: stereo. Yeah, that's. <laughs> the your stereo? I forget. it From while. the stereo <laughs> to the other stereo. From my stereo to your stereo.
1: I love Newfound Glory. They were my gateway into Taking Back Sunday, which I love to listen to while I work Ooh, out, Oh, let's too. talk
2: about angry music. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm just a sad boy at heart.
2: Without the e, cut from the team. What What era of Taking Back Sunday do you like? Do you like way back their original album when they had Playlight still in the band or?
1: I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I only like a couple of their <laughs> I, like, I like a lot of their songs but I don't know like the eras per se. Um, I do like I don't even know the name of the album.
2: 2002 is Tell All Your Friends which has like cute without the E.
1: Oh, I like the album the album where it's got like the face and it's like a sewer grate as the face. Yep. yeah Yeah. The one with like Make Damn Sure and everything. Yeah. That one. I'm just a poser.
2: No, you're not. There's no gatekeepers.
1: Thank you. I'm glad we invited Louie. <laughs> One thing I would like to add about music, and I actually thought this was going to come up, but it hasn't. So I'm going to throw it in. Um, and it's not super relevant. So cut it out if you need to. You know what I really hate? I really hate with people who are like very into music. I'll be like, oh, I really like this band. And they'll be like, well, who is the guitarist from 2001 to 2001.657 of the year? You mean like how Louie just did that to me?
2: <laughs> yeah i i did that to cassie because i love taking back sunday
1: oh no i didn't even realize i just
2: on you Louie. <laughs> it's fine i super love taking back sunday but it's it's cool uh i i never like be like well then you're not a true fan or something like people like what they like they don't need to know things
0: i took it as a general inquiry like you were wondering what stage of the because some bands totally changed their sound so
2: and that's what that's what I was asking, because like their first album is let's just say unpolished. People who like that tend to not like their other stuff.
1: So what did you guys listen to when you did the pod wad this week?
2: Nothing because I didn't do it yet. <laughs> <laughs> <I know.
1: laughs>
0: Sorry, Vic, I'll get to it.
1: <laughs> Have you been focusing on your recovery?
0: <laughs> yeah, I was doing I took two extra days off because I wanted to outlift Louie on our our Ollie lifts. He already has me
2: on the snatch by like a significant amount.
0: I hit uh 77 kilos for my snatch on Tuesday and I hit 101 kilos for my clean and jerk today. Nice. Yay. Always, always chasing Louie. That's, that's my goal.
2: I mean, you are, you are crushing me on the, the snatch. I'm yeah. very far behind you on that one. Yeah, but you got like muscle ups and double unders and just like abs, like all that
0: shit. <laughs> <laughs> you also do this thing called like working on shit on your own. I don't know. The- you work out on your own.
2: I see you in open gym.
1: I am working on my own.
2: Which, how'd you guys do?
1: So I did it with Vic. We were listening to Jeremy's playlist, which was fire because he was playing like songs. And um, <laughs>
0: I love when they play songs in the gym.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I got about five rounds and three squat cleans in, and Vic got seventeen rounds. Don't ask me how he got seventeen. Are, are you shitting me? Yeah, I yeah. am. Um, he got oh six. Rounds. God, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, he got like six rounds and like something else, but yeah. So it, it was a good time. Vic twenty twenty one.
0: Vic twenty twenty one.
1: I really liked that. It was like a pick your pick your own weight kind of situation. I did not. So it was supposed to be repeating three, six, nine, three. Was it squat cleans? It was squat cleans. Okay, good. So I did squat cleans, three squat cleans, six strict pull-ups, nine calories on is, was it any bike? We don't know. It was the, uh, the echo bike. Okay. So I didn't do this workout. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I did three squat cleans, six kipping pull-ups and nine calories on the erg bike. So it was very, it was a very different workout and I got six rounds and two calories on the bike. So I got through the squat cleans and the pull-ups and then two calories, but now I realize how it was fake.
2: It was, it's still a workout. Yeah. It was the cousin of that workout.
1: But it was nice. I did 105 for the squat cleans, which is the heaviest I've squat cleaned in a year. So that was that was fun and it felt good. I do still feel like it's a different workout when I have to go so light so I don't feel like it really compares.
0: You know what? You put something in the bank though. Like you, it's not like you didn't do anything today. So yeah, I you're would... not like
1: club. You did something.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You <laughs> <laughs> and Cassie went to 5 a.m. first. That's true. We did a two a day today.
0: I don't. I don't know what that means. I can't count that high. I need. I need to bring chips, Louie, You didn't know what it was, and you probably wouldn't have done it anyway. I would not. Have done This one. <laughs> Are you gonna do? If you're gonna challenge us, I expect you to do
2: this one. I can do that. Yeah, I can do. If I get a pick of that, I'll do it. Definitely. Let's hear it. Oh, I get a pick. Okay. Uh, I would pick Karen, which is 150 wall balls four times. Men is 20 pounds to a 10-foot target. Women are uh, 14 pounds to a 9-foot target.
0: I'm excited because I've only done this once, and I did it August of 2019. So I expect to do much better.
1: I think I can beat four minutes on this.
0: Last time I didn't do it RX, so I'm going to actually do it RX this time. Let me see if I have a a time logged.
1: Oh, I don't know if I do.
0: I think you were there, Louie, the time
2: I did it. I was going to 6 a.m. Yeah, I did it in 8.58 back in... August 12th, August 12th, 2019. Yeah.
0: I did it in 1256 and I think I'd only been doing CrossFit for a little bit of time at that point. Yeah. That would have been five months in for me. I did it with 16 pound wall ball. So I think I'll be able to do it with 20. I mean, I'm not going to, I obviously stopped doing pod wads. So we'll just just let you guys know.
1: (laughs) Over the summer I did a, um, can I speak to the manager wad, which was a one mile run then Karen at uh, 20 pounds And then another one mile run to finish it. So I'm ready for this.
2: Cassie, we have to um you have to get Mary to do it with us because she would crush this one. And also I know she'd want to beat us all.
1: I kind of want to see if her and I can go unbroken. She almost she almost went unbroken the one time.
2: Speaking of Mary, her music is is also fire. I like her music a lot. No, but for uh what was it? 20.5 or whatever which was 120 wall balls 80 calorie row and then 40 ring muscle ups or something she did the 120 wall balls unbroken so pretty sure she could do this unbroken
0: if you're listening mary which you're probably not let's do it the gauntlet (laughs) is thrown she's the (laughs) listener
1: from tennessee
0: (laughs) (laughs) i was curious to see where in tennessee and it is probably not cookville but it's not that far they give you a little. They give you like a generic. They give you a generic area. So I was like, hmm, this it could be. It's rich. It's I'm I'm a hundred percent convinced it's rich.
1: It's Sarah Sigma's daughter, and she heard that I said that she can't win the games.
0: That's why she hasn't listened again. I don't know if they're still listening. <laughs> they're just, she's
2: just like, fuck this bitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she wins the games and she's like, this is for you, Cassie. I'm here to show you, Cassie.
2: Yeah, her next video is gonna be like taking back Sunday's garbage. <laughs>
1: She's going to be like, I hate dance music. <laughs> you could reach us
0: at uh, wad of mouth at gmail.com for any listener mail.
1: Give us some suggestions, some feedback. Uh, even if it's angry emails, they might be fun to read on the show. It's Sarah Sigmund's daughter with her angry email.
0: <laughs> you can uh, find me on Instagram at uh, live laugh wad. It's live underscore laugh underscore
1: wad. And this is Ashley. You can find me at prep it real good. Um, you can see what I eat every day, which is super exciting.
2: I do like it. It's it's fun to watch. I'm I'm jealous because I don't have the patience or the skill to cook food like you do.
1: You have at least the skill, maybe not the patience, but definitely correct. Correct, <laughs> Louis. You didn't know, but it was inside of you the entire time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> not the patience. I definitely know. I don't have that.
1: I'm Cassie. He's Platty. I'm Duke Bro. Watch us work out at Platty Bro Fitness. Oh,